0: can we live, without
1: you, can So guess who's back, back, back again. again,
0: Karen's back, tell to the friend. friend.
1: <laughs> so hello and welcome to the 411 podcast. I am your hairdresser and host, Nicole, and I am joined by Karen again because... We belong together, baby. I'm going to leave a singing to Nicole.
0: (laughs) She's got a better voice than me.
1: (laughs) If Simon Cowell's listening to this, I can do better. (laughs) 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 I wish this was recorded so you could see your face. I know. (laughs) So, um, we are back to give you the 411 and... We've just finished watching Pump Rules, haven't we? So I uh, what what do you make of that? Episode two, season ten. Sheena is uh see you next Tuesday. Oh she definitely is.
0: She is pure rubbing me up the wrong way, like so much. Mm-hmm. She's got no right to come in between an amicable divorce like that. Uh-huh. It's just shocking.
1: And I think that it rubs us up the wrong way because we've both are going through it or been through it or whatever. And it's just like, nah, that is not the way that you act. Like, And I was saying when it was on, like when Sheena is like there, like what's the word for it? Like she's egging. Raquel, Um, like Tom and Raquel, Tom Swartz and Raquel on. It's just like those are the people in your life that it always happens, you know. And it's like if you can go through like a split and it can be pretty amicable, and then the minute that you tell people, I know that they're like nine months down the line, right? But they, Swartz and Katie, are having like an amicable split and they're trying to maintain a friendship because they've got friends in common and a lot of relationships are like that especially if you've been married because your friends become their friends your family becomes their family and I just feel like Sheena's trying to shit all over that and I can't remember like back to when Sheena got a divorce right but I know she just jumped for like guy to guy because she's always just been a slag. but it's like there's always people like that that are like oh like just just move on with your life just do that and it's like no there's a thing called respect and you don't have to there's lines that you still shouldn't cross and it's not about not moving on with your life but it's about doing it with respect because if you are adult enough to sit down and say, "Listen, this never worked out," do you know what I mean? But I wish you all the best, and you you don't you don't get divorced to hurt somebody, and I just feel like she's annoyed that Tom and Katie are... they're in a good place. they're in a good place like uh-huh. she's unhappy
0: that that's not how it went down for her because when it came to her like. He just broke down that guy and like is it she? Yeah.
1: Uh-huh.
0: He like just didn't know how
1: to handle it. He didn't know how to handle her. He was like a drug addict yeah. though. Like he obviously I think it was like pain pills or something that he yeah. was on. And it's like she didn't have any respect for that. Like this guy in her is obviously like divorced and they were struggling. he was struggling. Really struggle- exactly and like and you don't do that, but like you don't know help somebody like as much as anybody that knows me personally or my ex husband personally. And and I, I know that people have listened to this that are our family and things. I never not helped my husband, mm-hmm. like when he wasn't in a good space even though it was like it basically set up a fake suicide like like thing and um i went through to amy's and i come back for a tea bag and he'd like wrote on a piece of paper like don't come in call the police and he was like fiddling about on every day or right with belts what? and Uh huh. like no, did i not tell you this No Can so I... he wrote you a letter so don't he wrote a letter, right, saying he said he was going to his mum and dad's and then I drink decaf tea, as you know, I don't have caffeine. So Amy didn't have any and I come through to get a tea bag and he had I seen this piece of paper on the floor outside the bathroom and um, it said, don't come in, call the police, right? So the bathroom door wasn't locked or anything like that and he was just standing in the bathroom like fiddling about now. The radiator is, like, he's taller than the radiator, right? So, for a start, he wouldn't have been able to harm himself on it. Um, And then I was like, what the hell? Like, what are you doing? I phoned, like, three different places. I think, like, one of them didn't open till, like, five in the evening, which I was like, what the hell? Like, people are going to commit suicide or have thoughts about it before five in the evening. So... Um, I think that I'd called the police for help like just out of pure sheer panic even though he never had it round his neck it and like that he was literally just like fiddling about with belts right so uh, then we left it he was like I'm okay like, I wasn't going to do it and like I promised and I was like "How?" I was more angry at the time because I was like my mum has just died you're giving me so much grief you're only going to your mum and dad's for like a few days if you could just give me some space to grieve and just like let's kind of settle this and um and now you're faking or if you did kill yourself and in my house I don't have anywhere to live like you're giving me so much grief, yeah, you know yeah. what I mean, like it was so, I was I was angry, but I at the same time it worried me, so later on, like about an hour later or something, the police called me back and said, you made a call, and I've actually went, got through to the police, they said, what department, and I said, the police, and then I think he told me to hang up, because he was like, I wasn't going to do anything, so basically it was emotional blackmail, mm-hmm. um, and... I got a call for the police. The police said, we need to go and, like, do a welfare check and check on him and bring him down. So they took him to the station and I believe there was a psychiatric nurse there who assessed him and he called me later on because I'd asked him to make sure he was all right and he said he was laughing and he was like, I wasn't going to do anything. I just, like, I I was just, I wouldn't have killed myself or anything like that and I was like... you realize what you're putting me through here Mm -hmm. you're like this is such a stressful situation like my mum had no long died i was starting to grieve um and he was just making my life a pure misery and that was all because he wanted he wanted to be here and i get that but he wasn't helping me while i was here and he didn't just go and just assess his actions and I thought he was going to get like a bit of of talking in the ear for his mum and dad because we've always had a great relationship and that obviously wasn't what happened do you know what I mean like so he just got worse from then on basically and I it's never stopped so I don't even know how I get into that like a, oh we were talking about Shay with Sheena so I like, like she he was in a bad place and she just started like dating people and like that's it's just I don't know As I, I said, just gonna, she's just always been a select
0: I was just gonna say like is he stupid though like cake for like being like that when your mom's just passed away and he wants to then put his death on and, me on you uh-huh and leave you like that when you've already lost one of the most important people in your life. Mm -hmm. I just don't... He doesn't see it, though. I just don't understand that. He
1: just doesn't see it. Like, I'm the bad guy, remember, right? Like, I'm the bad guy. So, I no, he doesn't see it. He doesn't see any wrongdoing whatsoever. Like, he doesn't see that he's put me through immense stress and still continuing. And, like, even today, I get a email for the lawyer saying that he won't now he's stopped like appointing his lawyers he's not going to another one um so basically like he's not going to divorce me and it's like mate you were shouting in the street the other week that like it was me that wouldn't divorce you and it's out there now for everybody to see that you actually are talking pish do you know what i mean like Like, you're talking at your arse like Mm. you talk absolute gumph. like so and it was after that, so he had he had instructed his lawyers after we had that um no, he's not doing it encounter that he doesn't want to um instruct the lawyers he doesn't wish to reply or anything like that. Um so aye and she just looks like a absolute total mug. I mean why why it's actually really funny in a sense like who would want to be that woman that's like you you're you've got this boyfriend and he he won't divorce his wife like it's actually the funniest thing ever I felt like putting I felt like reading the email out on TikTok see when I read it I thought oh for fuck's sake do you know what I mean like what is this all about like no no <clears throat> like when I called you and you were like, you got it and you were like, oh, okay, I'm kind of pissed off. And I was like, hagen I'm on my way. <laughs> mm-hmm. It's just annoying though. Like I would love to be able to do this amicably. And I think like that they're obviously trying to really consider each other's feelings. And like when you've got people in your ear that are, like Sheena, that are encouraging you, just go out and just go and do this and go and do that. Like, I know that that's what people were saying to him because they never knew the true story. If th- if I was to come on this podcast, and I know that I help a lot of people through TikTok as well, but if I was to come on, Karen and tell the real story, mm-hmm. could you imagine? Knowing what you know, like, could you imagine? It's mental and, like...
0: I reckon, like, all his friends that are, like, doubting you and, like, thinking you're the one that would be eating their words and, like, turn around right to him and be like, mate, no, can I be part of you anymore? Mm-hmm.
1: It's just, it's sad because he's, like, he's not only lying to me, he's... Lying to himself? He's lying to himself, he's lying to his partner, he's lying to everybody, do you know what I mean? Like... And then, but then, don't get me wrong, I've like bumped into people recently that are our mutual friends and they've all been like, honestly, like, nobody thinks bad of you. Like, we we know that he's with this girl for the sake of living somewhere because yeah. he doesn't know what he live with his mum and dad and like, because he clearly can't be alone, he can't be on his own and that's really sad. Like, so, I, I just, I don't know. I pity them. I think, like, why hang on to something if you are telling everybody else that, like, I'm the problem and I'm refusing this and I'm refusing that and I don't want to, like, divorce you when it's absolute lies and I've got all the receipts. Like, see that way. That's how the other week I was, like, TikTok. That's it. I've had enough of this shit. Like, Do you know what I think, though?
0: I think he's miserable. And because he's miserable, he wants you to be miserable. Everybody can see right? he's miserable, Because he's, like, he's, like, he's not happy. Like, yeah, okay, he's with someone, whatever, right? But he's not with the someone he wants to be with, and that's you. Why? Because he messed up. There's no going back. And he's, like, made that bed. He needs to lay in that bed now. But... Because he is the way he like he's feeling, he wants you to be like that. Mm-hmm. He doesn't want you to be happy. He
1: doesn't want you to be able to move on. Hence the reason he's doing all the shit he's doing. Uh-huh. He's trying to like, make me leave me with nothing, basically, even though he knows how hard I've worked. Right. And I've tried to, but I really have. Like, I mean, you've been with me through this as well, and it's like I've been so fair like I'm really not asking for anything like I could I could ask for everything do you know what I mean I could be like give my car back I could be like all the add on up all the house all the upgrades that I made I'll I want a surveyor to come in and tell me how much value that's added to the house like I'm no asking for that do you know what I mean like I could be asking for I mean, the, the things that, like, the lawyers will tell you, like, you can go after, like, the inheritance and all that, I'm like, no, I don't I don't want to do any of that. Like, I just want to sell my house, have my half, which I'm entitled to, and my deposit back, and, I, like, that's it. It's no, it's no, like, I'm fighting, like, tooth and nail for all the stuff that I, I am actually entitled yeah. to, but I, I just don't, I don't see. It. I just want to move on, and be able to be in my own space, and I don't really get it either. And my lawyer doesn't get it, and his lawyer doesn't even get it. Like his lawyer is now pissed off at him, and it's like I get why she would be pissed off, and I, it kind of seems like his lawyer's more on my side now because his behavior. Like she's already obviously spoke to my lawyer about that. It's crazy. It's personal, so mm-hmm. we won't go into it too much. Mm-hmm. But
0: I'm here for you, mm-hmm. as always. Got your back. Mm-hmm. It's going to happen one day. It is. And then it'll just be us two living our best lives.
1: Uh-huh. And, and I I am. I've, I've maintained, like, that I won't date until I'm divorced. And that's, like, that's my choice. But I'm healed and I'm, I'm happy. I'm in a good space. From when, when I first
0: got, like... Me and you got back in touch, like Mm -hmm. you were in a really shit place, Uh and
1: I can see it now. And it's like, good on you. Mm -hmm. It took its toll, it was hard. And I was dealing with like two griefs almost three in a way because it was like my mum, my husband, and my family. I lost them all within a space of a few months of one another, and that's shit's hard. But I was built be strong people do you know what I mean with the best people I've got an overflowing toolbox and I realise like that I'm the loss, I am the loss, no wonder you're angry, son, no wonder you're angry, you have to go to bed with that mutt every night, do you know what I mean, like, that she's quite happy to shout in the street and shout that she drops her drawers, but we all know that you dropped your drawers for me, you've already cheated on her, do you know what I mean? See how I see the whole, like, see, even if he is trying to
0: take everything away from you, right, like, see if he is trying to take everything away from you, you, and he's trying to, like, leave you with nothing, he doesn't understand what you're like, though. He doesn't understand. He can take that from you, but you'll just build it back up. Mm-hmm. He just ain't getting you back.
1: Honey, nobody can take me? fuck all away from you, you Can you're get... everything on your own, right? Exactly. But so, like, I just think... Preach! Uh-huh. It's like, it's a situation that's shit. I would love to be amicable, as I said, like... Tom and Katie and I was absolutely one hundred percent and I reached it to my few try Even that encounter, I was like, "Hi, how are you?" Yeah. Do you know what I mean, like you, there was no malice be behind
0: how you but how you approached it. I've you to approached it. Myself. You approached it nicely, calmly. Yeah, like maybe there was a wee dig in there. Like if you said, "Oh, has he told you whatever?" Right? No, that really wasn't a dig though, Caden
1: i literally was just like do you know like no, i like, felt sorry for him he must have that. thought like, like
0: you were having a dig at him right he must have thought you were having a wee dig well, like i mean
1: if i'm somebody's partner and they're talking shite to me yeah then he, there's your opportunity but obviously she didn't. she took an opportunity mm-hmm. to try and she make took me load jealous load. She took and it's load. like honey uh, like You could never, you could never, do you know what I mean? Like, you will never. You're a queen, Mm -hmm. and you know it, you know (laughs) it,
0: you're a freaking queen, you're beautiful, you're smart, intelligent, you carry yourself well, like, you've got manners, you're Mm -hmm. a lady, you've got etiquette, can't touch you? No. She's not even like a hair on your fucking bossack. Oh. I was gonna say yeah. You <laughs> <laughs> don't have one, but I know what what I mean? you know what I mean. You know what i mean? No. said
1: that you're like she's a lady, and I'm like she's not even a hair in my bossack. But like, but Kira, you know, you know
0: what I mean. Like she's just, and that's what's threatened, like threat threatened her. Like and that's what's like probably like she's been like, oh shit, that was his like
1: his ex. because that, that was the first wife. time she got to see me on in the flesh. And Other you looked hot that day. You yeah. oh, actually did look hot that day. I was just at the gym, honey,
0: but... I came out and, and I'm looking down the road like, and you're like on the phone. And I was like, at Instagram
1: model, mate. Like, you're... I
0: was hello. I was like, <laughs> hello. Where are you? You know what I mean? But
1: yeah. Anyway.
0: Um, but I'm not digging Sheena whatsoever. And mm. what the hell was Brock wearing to that freaking show? Like those leather jeans and cowboy boots. It reminded me of like Ross at a friend's, like Ross <laughs> in the bathroom with the towel and the paste. <laughs> yeah. oh. um, and then he goes back and he's like, and she's like, Ben made a picture of you. He's like, oh, he made me a cowboy. And he's like, oh, I'll go back. I seen a pair of leather trousers with fringe on them. I'll go back and get them when you couldn't get the other ones back. On. <laughs> I'm just like, oh my god! Friends never get solved. It's too good. Oh my god, the left phalange. When she's talking about like the, <laughs> and, the and then and she calls herself R- Regina phalange, uh-huh. and it, like you don't clock on to like the like the phalange thing mm. until like unless you've watched it over and over again. Yep.
1: It's too funny. It is. It's too funny. One oh, of my favourite episodes is when the granny dies, when their nana dies twice, because is. my granny died twice, <laughs> like, Whoa. she did actually, so my gran, like, oh yeah, 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 I, I know, I know what, what you're talking but, about, so for the listeners, like, my gran did actually die <laughs> so twice on the same day, <laughs> no, it's funny, it's no funny, I love my gran dearly, and I miss her, like, with all my heart and soul, but it is quite funny that, like, I love friends so much, and then, it's like no way my gran actually died twice as well so in the morning the family were called up to the hospital because they obviously knew my gran was going to pass that day and I think it was about quarter past 11 in the morning and my gran died and my mum screamed and my gran came back to life again right No honestly oh my god so like then they all sat till about seven o'clock at night, where my grand died again that day, right? And one oh laughing, but it's, it's kind of funny, right? But my auntie, like when my grand died, my auntie grabbed my mum and like put her <laughs> hand over her, her mouth so she couldn't scream, <laughs> and she was like, "Don't you fucking scream, you bastard! Like we've been sat here three hours longer than we needed to." <laughs> Honest to God, like it was just. It's just, it's it's obviously not funny, but it's funny.
0: No, like, I get you. It's that ironic. is quite funny, like screaming. I, <laughs> it's oh wild, gosh.
1: isn't it? Like, oh, but they say that like that they're they hearing's like the last thing like to go. To go? So like that. Like, She's probably heard it and came back like pure like scream. That's how I thought I was going to be when my mum passed. I thought I was going to be like like just. I thought it was going to be so scary and like it's no that it's no like my heart was pounding through my chest like I knew she was taking her last breaths and it was her- horrific but it was so profound like that that 10 minutes of my life were honestly the most shaping I don't even know what you would call it like it it, it shaped me for the rest of my life I think and I was actually thinking about this the other day because I seen a video on TikTok and it, it it's a podcast that I've already listened to and the woman was talking about sitting front row at a funeral and she was saying like if you ever sat front row at a funeral, like that's a different like view, that's a different perspective, like that changes you and um and I was thinking Yes that I've sat front row a funeral, my mum's funeral, and um, it gives you an entirely different perspective to actually stand up and hold the funeral service and have that view, that perspective, everybody that's there. And my mum, like, my mum's funeral was on Monday, there was people that like, couldn't come. And there was, the doors were open, the sides were full, like, Wasn't a seat in the house, do you know what I mean? It it was beautiful, I know, know. that is so beautiful. It really was like my mother and father in law couldn't actually get in, they were standing at the door, like up. So, like, when I was speaking, and I was like, it was was hard, obviously. Like, I was just kind of looking up at them, like, um, at times where I was looking around like the congregation, but. Nicole, that's so beautiful. That's such a blessing. Honestly, it and I, I still don't know how I done it, but honestly, like, I feel like it was the making of me. My mum passing away, I think, was the making of me. And it sounds so sad, and it's so sad that she's not here to see it, but, like, it was within me. My mum knew that. Do you know what I mean? Like My mum was super proud of me and she told me, she loved me, it was the last thing she ever said and it took her all her might and it's like, it was, it it just took for me to wake up. I always say like my mum died so that I could wake up and I think I did, I like I woke up and I seen like my my life for who, for what it was, I seen my husband for who he was, do you know what what I mean? It's hard. It's um, so hard.
0: Mm-hmm. It, it's like it was incredible. It be though right in front of your face, mm-hmm. it's right there. Everyone else can probably see it. It's just you. You're blinded to it because of the relationship and your feelings for that person. Mm-hmm. As soon as that gets taken out of the equation,
1: that's when you you see, like someone's true self. Two, my mom's friend said to me that my mom was really worried that I was going to get a divorce because my mum had seen like the last 10 months of her life and it was ironic because see the psychic that I went to see that was on the podcast, Lynn Dixon, she said that my mum came through right away and she told me my mum's name and all that, she didn't even know my name and she said to me that the last 10 months of your mum's life she seen that you weren't being treated properly, that you were being taken for granted and she told me all about like this money. My mum knew that he'd stole from me and things, and this. She was coming through, um. To tell me that like. It was in. It was. It was close to the thousands type thing, um. And I was to watch it, and I was like, I already know that I already caught him like stealing the money and things. So there was other stuff, but two of my mum's friends said like that my mum was really worried for me and she was really worried something was going to happen to her and like that I was going to end up getting a divorce because I suppose she started to see that he was really taking advantage of me yeah. and things like that and he was making me really unhappy mm-hmm. and um just the things that he was doing w- was just unreasonable and I think at the time i did know it was unreasonable but i was dealing with other things so it does it takes you to like step back to be like N- no this is just no i deserve so much better than this like and yeah. um, but standing at your mom's funeral and holding a service and things like that i think that shaped me as a person and any time that i have a moment a weakness and I hate using that word actually, weakness, but anytime I have a moment where, it, let's say, I'd, I'm not feeling so strong, I try to go back to that moment where I was stood up there in front of that congregation, because that is who I am, that is who I am, and that is what I'm capable of, the, the strength, the grace, just everything, to hold that together that day, I just think, and not even just that did like when she passed and holding my nerve, holding my tears, like being able to actually put somebody else's put your feelings aside, sorry, for the sake of somebody else. That was that's a trait that my husband does not hold. He he can put aside his own feelings. For the sake of somebody else and inevitably that's what why our marriage ended and I think you know that strength in me and every one of seen it and that is undeniable and um, I remember the humanist saying to me you know Nicole I do this for a living and I've lost both my parents and I could not have done what you did today and he was like phenomenal, like mm. it was amazing. And he's like, well done. And everybody that came out of that congregation said that to me. I'm so proud of you or see you were my daughter or that was amazing. And I never really soaked soaked it in at the time. But now I'm like I'm so fucking strong. Like even in my darkest times I'm a i f- I'm fucking incredible. And that's just the way that my mum and my dad made me like they might have had their flaws and things like that but do you know what like my mum was the most beautiful soul and she had so much grace and she was so loyal and she was funny and my dad was like ambitious and like my mum was really hard working and he always encouraged me and I think that's where I realised like that's how I am the way that I am like because those two came together with their toolboxes and they built me, and I just have this overflowing toolbox or this, all these really good positive characteristics, and I'm so glad that I'm no the latter, and I'm no vicious and vindictive and calculated and like revengeful and like I'm I'm really no. You don't get people like our parents anymore, <clears throat> no. or like us. When I say us, I
0: sound so big-headed, right? But, like, the way we were brought up, the values we were given, Mm -hmm. the things that were, like, passed down to us, it's, like, it's not like that, Mm -hmm. like, for this generation. Because you're, like, like
1: talking about Love Island. This generation
0: is so, like, selfish. For for themselves. And they, like, they really don't give a fuck about anyone else's feelings. They, like, disrespect it's like me 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 like I was saying to you earlier like this season of Love Island it like seems really freaking toxic it's like so toxic like I don't even think there's one couple in there that's not had an issue like or like a constant issue and they've like had
1: like several different like that's why I stopped watching it last year because I think I could see so clearly and I can spot toxic people for a mile away and I can spot narcissists for a mile away and I can spot abusers for a mile away and a lot of these people don't realise how toxic and abusive they actually are and I couldn't watch it because I thought it was shocking and I thought the editing was shocking as well on the girls. I know one of them was Tasha and I can't remember who the other one was. Last year, but I've not watched it this year. I couldn't tell you a person that was in it, and I think that this whole I don't believe in this mantra. I don't believe that it's so black and white. The mantra of just do what's right for you or do do whatever you want, because I think that you have got to put other people first. Like like that? Do you really think I wanted to be in a room and like watch my mom die? No, never. No. But like you've got do to do things and there's people that don't that because don't they're do, just yeah. like I can't face it and I, I, I get that in a sense but then I think fuck that man that's like your mum that's your brother that's your sister that's your auntie like you don't leave people like on their own like scared and feeling hopeless and whatever like you surround them with love like and you make sure that they know that they're loved and they're looked her- after and it's just this generation or like the generation below us there's a lot of toxic people in our generation as well and generations above us but it's becoming more and more because everybody's so out for themselves and they all are like waiting on the next best thing it's just like me no and and i get it but it's like you can date dating's like interviewing to me now like whether i think that i used to and i say that as if i date i don't date right but like i'm gonna start dating and um but to me it's like should be like interviewing you're interviewing like Potential potential life partners to see if they're the person for the job yeah and if i knew that at 22 then i probably wouldn't be sitting in this predicament yeah. Because I would have known actually no he's we like narcissistic, watch. he's love bombing, he's stone. Uh, he's creating like Stockholm syndrome, like he's get really low self esteem. That's actually gonna impact me because somebody with low self esteem is only gonna hurt you more because because you're out of their league they're going to do things that are going to hurt you like cheat on you and belittle you and aye that's going to have a huge impact on your life and they don't know how to treat somebody like so I thought I was making like a right decision I suppose like the safe option and everybody used to say to me like still when people say like um what like what what does cake look like like what what is like can you show me a picture or whatever and they're like, oh my God, look, I did not expect that. Like They expect me to be with, like, a big six-foot-two gym guy that's dead ambitious and gorgeous and whatever, but he mirrored my personality and that's why I think everybody thought he was so lovely and kind because I would never have let him away with treating people badly yeah. because I don't treat people badly. Even if I have a problem with you, I, I'm not going to... like be all venomous and revengeful do you know what I mean like I just don't deal with you do Yeah. You know what I mean like um I just don't sit in negative company or energy or anything like that but if I knew what I know now if I knew then what I know now like there's there's no way I would have let him breathe the same air as me yeah because he wasn't worthy there. No. and I think he always kind of knew that and when we split up and he told me like about the girl and um like he was said that it was like I just I, I just don't I don't know how to like undo this. I don't know how to deal with what I've done. Like he knew he'd made a, a massive mess mm-hmm. and he knew like he said to me like I'll never love anybody like I love you like I'll probably never get married again because I just had the best thing in the world, do you know what I mean? Like, I know nothing I'll ever kind of compare to that. Yeah. And it's a sad day, you know, like, and so many people have said that, it's like, it's really, really sad. Like, he had you, like, the most beautiful wee shiniest thing in the world, like, that was just this perfect wee wife. this has happened to you, you've lost your mum and it all went tits up because Mm -hmm. he didn't have that compassion, understanding, caring, like those traits in his toolbox. And that is dead sad for somebody. I think that's where I pure pity him because I think I've got this massive ambition inside me and this big drive and our life was insane it was brilliant do you know what I mean why like I just think like and now your life's pandit forget and I the world is now my oyster and it's no it's no a sad thing for me because I'm, I'm still me and I've still got everything within me and I'm still gonna make my life beautiful no matter what it takes with or without you I think some men are just deluded
0: like like they delude themselves mm-hmm. do you know what I mean and I think like men are dangerous they say women are dangerous right but men are dangerous. Like for example, that case that you told me about, that Nicola Bully case, mm-hmm. where like the husband's like smir- smirking, and he's like kind of already has like an inkling she's dead before they said that she's dead.
1: There's been a lot. Obviously, we spoke about Nicola Bully case last week, and she's now been found, and the inquest is being held off until June. Which I don't get either. Because what does that mean, sorry? They inquest. said, so like the post-mortem right, right, and okay, things, okay. Like why she died. So basically the family never identified her. She was identified with dental records. Right. And they have said today that she's allowed to have a funeral. So how can they, have they done the post-mortem or not? Like I don't think they have. I think it was like a five minute inquest so i don't think they've not done a post-mortem to see. is it it. really her but is it really her it's weird isn't it like i'm guessing it would need to be like they could know i don't know they they did say that when a body's been in water that it bloats Mm -hmm. so it's actually really difficult to differentiate whether it's a male or a female so I don't know if it's because it was so badly decomposed or whatever that that's why the family didn't get to see her. They'd just done it otherwise, like through the dental records. I kind of feel like it would be more in... Like, La- Lancashire place have like, fucked up so much during this. To lag and say they've found her and they have not, I think that'd be more than their job's worth because they've lost the respect and the... Which called that the trust and yeah, yeah, yeah. the community as it is with the way that they've, they've dealt with us. So I don't think they, that it would have been a case, but you never know, I suppose. It's just when there's obviously been a lot of speculation about our partner Paul and friends and family, and I found it really, really strange that in the statement that they put out, one they'd basically just accepted that she'd went in there herself and drowned which is just weird. So you're telling me she left her dog, put her phone down, stayed on a phone call, her team, walked into the river and unalived herself in a two feet and two feet of water. No. When it's no as if there's like rapids in the river where it's taking her under, do you know what I mean? Like you. Like, uh-huh. So that like peter i think his name's folding had said that that was a pretty still day for that water she would have been where she she drowned did he not go on
0: good morning britain and he was like i looked through there's no chance
1: that i was missing uh-huh. her. no chance and they've got all the, oh, the even said about the place he was like the place done a really thorough like check in the water as well and i'm guessing they record, like, that obviously records as they're going through and checking the river because he said, I've got all the, the evidence to prove there was no body in that river. And then when they questioned him, saying, like, do you think that they put it in after? Mm-hmm. And he's like, I'm not saying nothing. Aye. But, like... Because he, he obviously knows that it probably can't, but... I think it's a shame that he's had to, like, stand up and really defend himself. The guy did it free of charge to try and help. That's yeah. what he does. Yeah. Um, and then the number two, the point I wanted to make about the statement was they went in like saying, oh, no, basically like that you can all shut up about like suspecting Paul and family members and friends are like having any involvement. And it's like, hold the boat a wee minute before you go all guns blazing. We don't actually know how she died and sees a family. See whether you thought, right, she'd went into the... You would want to find out exactly how she died. So that statement to me, and this has just come for me, I'm not a TikTok detective written like that, Like, but you would want to know everything about that. You would want to see in your statement. Why? I'm so glad that she's been found. It's obviously awful that it's taken 23 days to find her. Um, and... No, we can actually find out what happened to her. It should not have been, oh well she's been found and she was in the river. She was not in the river. She was on the reeds. So maybe possibly been in the river at some point, but we don't actually know how she died. And to just accept that she's just drowned because there was so much pointing towards the river. They just thought that's cause where her phone had been found or she's in the river. Yeah, like it's they've like
0: made their own narrative up. Yep. As opposed to like really trying to find out exactly what happened, it's
1: like a movie. Uh huh. It's actually like a movie And plot. they said like they said today, somebody was like describing like what what happens now, um, and that was on TikTok, and it was through the. The news, they were saying that basically the inquest, has been. She's been identified, sorry, by dental records. Her family didn't identify her. Her family didn't come to the inquest. They might be dealing with the fact that she's been passed. She's now been found dead and that kind of thing. So I never wanted to turn up. So they debated an eyelid at that. And then they, they were going to be allowed to have a funeral, start making funeral arrangements, and the inquest would be postponed until June, I'm sure it is. And it's like, I don't, I really don't get how she's went, and then I seen a video, and I don't know if this is true, or somebody made it up, but there was a video that said that she had been placed in the river three days before she was found. That they, they believed that she might have been frozen for some time before she was put in the river. Now I don't know if that's true or no, because I haven't watched the actual news to see if that is true and I don't believe that there's any post-mortem written like that done yet so I don't know if somebody's just made a shitty video on TikTok which I would hope they didn't but I think we're all thinking that. I think we're all thinking this doesn't make sense. It's just been absolutely fucked from the start they basically were like she's in that river there was three weeks of searching i think it was two days after they stopped searching she was found in the reeds there's been hundreds of people down there with their dogs where she was found is very close to a road so she could have literally somebody could have stopped pulled her out of a van or a car or whatever put her in the reeds and off they went again do you know what i mean it's like in paul was also seen by somebody who lives locally out the night before she was found the next day down that bit we Willow. It's on a Facebook page. So I don't know, I just feel like you don't know how you're going to handle things. Like I said in the beginning of this podcast when I was talking about my mum, I can't believe that I managed to keep my nerve and I never cried over the place and blurted and I wasn't a complete mess. That There is a numb stage to grief, and it must feel really surreal. And I don't want to say, oh, I think this person did that or whatever. I just think that we're all sitting thinking, here, as a family, if that was your family member, would you really just be accepting, oh, well, that's it, then we can can bury her now. She was just in the river the whole time. Especially when you've got people, like the whole police department were in that river the day after she went. Um, were they actually in the river the day that she she went missing? Because her, I don't think that it came out in the news, like, I don't know if they left it that far in the news, like, see most people are for, like, 24 hours. She was reported missing at 11 o'clock. That was an hour and 25 minutes after she, her phone was discovered. So that, and that, I think it was also all pretty weird. quick. Yeah, yeah, yeah. However, like is Peter had said, if she was there, we would have found her. She wouldn't have went that far, within like a matter of hours. Um, I I just I just find it all a bit strange. I would want to know what exactly happened to her, and whether it was brutal or it was near whatever. I would need to know. So like I'm not even talking about family. See if one of my friends went missing. Mm-hmm. I'd probably do more. Mm -hmm. They just, I don't know, it's just weird. Like when our pal comes on the telly, why is it not like our mum or our sister or, why is this best pal on the telly all the time? Like, and she just, she seems to be like smiling as she's talking. It's just a bit strange. Like you better be on the telly, like greeting and all that. If I ever go missing, and just know, like,
0: um, I'd be out looking for you, like, and I'd be out being a detective myself, myself mm-hmm. be taking pictures of where I think you got, you went missing, and who would I
1: be suspecting? I'd be. And you better out. go all the TikTok detectives of because they're the ones that's going to solve the case. <laughs> <laughs> but there is, there's so many people that are like the local. They've been allowed to roam that area, and they're all like, "How the fuck? No. Nah. They went around it, like, they went about it the wrong way. I feel like something happened to her. Because you wouldn't go on a work call if you were going on a live nah. yourself. And you wouldn't plan to see your friend if you were going on a live yourself. Nah. Like, minutes before you on a life yourself, or a better message Julie. do you know what I mean? Like, to plan a play date? No, you wouldn't. Yeah, na. And nah. you wouldn't fucking bother about work, believe me. Like, I've been there. Like, it's... It's just no right. Especially she's got kids. Mm-hmm. They're not, nah. Mm-mm. Uh, just very, very strange. I obviously, y- y- I don't know what the best possible outcome would be, do you know what I mean? Like, but there was no sign of slipping and falling in or anything like that. Like, but they have said that her death is being treated as unexplained. And if somebody has been thought to have committed suicide, that's no put down as unexplained. No. Just, just strange. But anyway, um, what else have we been? We were watching the Housewives moving on. Um, Real Housewives in New Jersey. Are you Team Melissa or t- Team Teresa? i just want the family to come together i think they're both fighting for love for one another and i don't get it but joe gorga was right about joe Mm judice and i don't trust louie i'll say it every week in this podcast i don't trust him there's too much come out they were only together for like I'm out of once, and then they blended their family and moved in together and there's been stuff out in the papers about him. I just don't get him. And I feel like he's very condescending and see this saying Melissa is like, um, what did she say? Insecure. Insecure. Fuck off. Melissa's like me. She's like, there's nothing that's touching her. Like she's very secure within herself, like, and she's got every fucking reason to be. Um, I've always felt like Teresa's jealous of Melissa because Melissa's hot and it's she obviously puts in the work and things like that but it's less if Teresa needs to try more but Teresa's also 10 year older than her so when Is Melissa she? gets to 50 like mm-hmm. then Melissa's obviously maybe going to have a wee bit of middle aged spread or something like that but I don't know. I just want them to like, kiss and make up and stop their bullshit. And I don't think that, like, I think Louie should be supporting Teresa to be speaking to her family. At the end of the day, it's the only family that she's got is her brother and the kids. Yeah. And, and Melissa. Do you not
0: think that Teresa having Jen in her ear is also ruining her relationship with her family? Uh, Jen, just, Could just like to you have- shut up. So you have people that are like like egging on oh yeah like you know when she'll say something like oh she was having an affair blah 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 and we're like yeah and they'll start digging together rather than saying do you know what i don't think you should be doing that mm-hmm. i think you should maybe speak to her and like work it out yeah. that like that's the kind of people like that's the kind
1: of friends you want uh uh-huh. like but that's I'll... because that's the kind of friends we are and we're fucking grown-ups yeah. do you know what i mean we wouldn't be that interesting on the real housewives because we would actually no talk behind your back and come straight to you and be like, mate, let's fucking work this out, uh-huh. which is what they try to say that they're doing, but they don't. It's all just a screaming match and nobody's really very mature. It's happened to me, like, but, with,
0: like, my sister-in-law's, like, chatting shit about me, mm-hmm. like, saying stuff about me, um, saying stuff, something about me to someone that they didn't know I knew. That person came right back to me and me like, by the way, they're saying that you took their brother Don't away. Don't trust that bitch. Like, they're saying that you took their brother away. I'm like, they th- the brother and her never had a relationship to start with. Mm-hmm. So how could I have done that? Mm-hmm. Then I've encouraged him to speak to her and she's like, no. Mm-hmm. And he's tried. I've got him to speak to his brother. I've got him to speak to his other sister. She just wasn't having it. And she's going about to try to make me to be something... I'm not, and then I was like, "Oh, by the way, I know that person." The face just like dropped. Uh I know what you've been saying.
1: Yeah.
0: Do you want to say it to me? Uh huh. Oh no, no, no! I don't want conflict. But you
1: go about saying shit about me all the time. Just say it to me. I really loved my sister-in-law. She was very different to me, but. My mother-in-law told me that her auntie had said, "I was at a wedding, my cousin's wedding, with somebody else, which was actually my twenty-year-old wee cousin, right." And I also got a taxi with his mum and dad and um mother wee cousin was also there and his uncle had died yeah like the night before uh huh so I was consoling him as well so I don't know what wee cousin it was but it was one of them and um I said to her auntie I was like just to like, clear this up I wasn't with anybody then the next day my sister in law messaged me how dare you speak to my family don't speak to them as if she was like her PA, and as if her auntie was not like 60 year old, do you know what I mean, and could speak for herself. And I was like, hold the boat a wee minute. I'm just speaking, Um, it's between me and your auntie, do you know what I mean? I just want to make sure that like this doesn't affect me. This is my marriage at the end of the day. Um, But I like never, never said booty. uh mouse, like, an eight year, and then tried oh, to come funny. at me, she's got balls. and I'm, like, see, when I think about it, I'm, like, do you know something, like, my mother-in-law did nothing but run her down all the time, and I used to defend that, and she doesn't know that, and, like, my husband never liked her, she, he always thought she was a snob, and I'm, like, she's not a snob, do you know what I mean, like, she's just quiet, she's just a bit different, and, it's like but I'm the one that took the hit for that, do you know what I mean? It was like, Oh, you were not kind to Craig. In what way was I no kind to Craig? Do you know what I mean? Like Craig's math I said to her, We're family, do you know what I mean? Like we're in the same boat here. We've both married in. Um and I'm dealing with a lot. Like my mum's just died, do you know, so I don't, really I don't think that. this petty shit's really needed and um but I don't really get that. I I just think that there was no reason for her to get involved and she obviously wanted something to get involved about or say something to me yeah, or Yeah, so it's like, oh, like defending the family. I yeah. Wait until the day comes that you're you marriages you? because it's, it, it's a hell of a lot worse than mine ever was. Mm-hmm. I can assure you of that and everybody sees that. Um, I reckon she... Do you know she's so staying in it? Though? toxicity for the... Like, you just felt on edge all the time because they were always arguing and like, I sorry, what were you going to I say? I was like, do you know how she'll
0: just
1: stay in it? Because I that's all she knows. Probably because that's what most people think. Is you just stay married and you stay miserable. I that's wouldn't not... have said I was miserable in my marriage. I would have said I would have if that hadn't have happened. My mum hadn't died and never said the things he said and treated me the way he did, I I would still be married. I remember you telling me one thing that he said and it really pissed me off, like
0: really pissed me off, was that thing he said about your mum passing away, that he was happy. Mm -hmm. Mate, I swear, if that was me,
1: I'd have, like, punched him right in the face. But that was never, like, his mum tried to defend that, like, oh, he must no. have and it was like, no, it was never followed no. by she's in a better place or anything like that. It was like, I'm happy that she's dead, full stop. I think that that's all he wanted, and I think that's the way that he lives, is basically he just wants to, like, live. He doesn't like his family, and everything that we ever done together with, my family, they they were they're still my family. I'm still a Dolan. Um, anything we ever did with them was all me. And. I think that he just wanted it just to be us, and I don't think he really wanted to like have the family up or go and see them or have the kids over or anything like that. I think he just wanted it to be me and him, and we were obviously, we were going to have a family, so I'm guessing it would have been like just our wee family. I just think he wanted me all his self and I feel like he would have been the type
0: like you had the baby, but it's like it's me first in the baby. He wouldn't have got that. No, but I, do you know what I think though? Like mm-hmm. that's what I think he would have been like me first. So I think genuinely he'd be like pure needy and he would like want you to put the kids second and him first his needs first Mm -hmm. and like that doesn't work when you have kids like your kids are your first priority then it's your husband but i reckon i reckon that he would like make a big issue from it like and that would have caused issues in your marriage Mm -hmm. because he would have thought that he was still an important one Mm -hmm.
1: and that doesn't work that way because that's basically like what he done when mom died it was like it wasn't all about him so and i described it to my therapist i was like he was like an a toddler but in an, an adult's body like stomping and crying and like that kind of i don't want it wave i don't want it and it was like i don't nah, know like it. you you, you your behavior, like towards me, is unacceptable. You need to go and you need to take a few days, and so do I, so that I can grieve and feel like I can be vulnerable. Cause right now I don't feel safe with you, and I know I said that he was crying and you know, all that like a toddler, but he also was very intimidating towards me. It was scary. Mm-hmm. It for the it it wasn't the first time that I felt scared in my own home because of my husband. So that's why I was asking you need to go and check yourself before you wreck yourself because you're going to wreck this marriage. Yeah. And I thought, this is, like, a good thing. I don't want that to happen. But, like, you have to see that it's through your behaviour. And obviously, it's like, I broke up with him, but he doesn't see that it was because of his own actions. Yeah. So it's just like, you dumped me, you dumped me, and it's like, well... If you hadn't acted the way that you did towards your wife, then I wouldn't have ended this marriage. Yeah. Like, what did you do?
0: You're saying that, like, you dumped me, but, like, what did you do? Did you uh-huh. think about your actions and then the consequences your
1: actions, like, led to? Because we don't like, leave yeah. our perfect husbands. Yeah. Like, so, in any bit after, like, that thinks that we've left a perfect husband, that's where we, like, just sit back and barely laugh because. It's X is an X for a reason, right? I, we you wouldn't, especially in this day and age, Karen. Do you know what I mean? Like where people like up. hate dating and things like that. It's horrible. There's no a lot of people. If that was, if that was a genuine, caring, loving, protective, supportive man, I would never
0: You've have never let really, that
1: go. Mm-mm. I would never have let that go. I really wouldn't have, and um. I, I just, no regrets on my part, like, I just think, no if anything, the way that he's acted after it, it has completely sealed the deal, and that's his true colours, uh-huh. that's his true It was really he and like you were saying, I think he would be needy and all that, I used to like talk to him about kids and things, because it was important to me, I don't know what he raised, like, a child like him, that was lazy and didn't take responsibility for anything and always relied on other people and wasn't ambitious or anything like that, like are healthy. I wanted to raise a kid to be healthy, mind, body and soul, and be confident as well. Like he was, he was a very insecure, as a very insecure man. I'm a very confident person. I'm very confident within myself, I know myself. So I love that about you.
0: Even when we're out, like when me and Nicole are out, like the way you interact with like people, like today, Marks and Spencer's, mm-hmm. where we went and we were getting like uh, groceries and stuff, right? And that wee woman with the trolley, you're like, mm-hmm. oh, did I tell you to move? And she's like, mm-hmm. no, no, hen. Mm-hmm. and then you just like sparked up a conversation. And I was like, oh yeah, because
1: I said to you, go- like look at these or something, yeah, yeah, yeah. and she moved her trolley and kind of looked at me, and I was like, "Oh my god, did you think I told you to like move out the way?" Yeah. And I, like, I never I brought. And she and was like, "No, I, I have brought, a conversation." Like, <laughs> but <laughs> like, I w- wouldn't I like to think somebody thought you were being like mean to them, like move your trolley. Like, you could literally
0: spark off, spark up a conversation with anybody, mm-hmm. and literally, and end up having a laugh. Mm-hmm. Like, do you know what I mean? Uh huh. That's like you're just a beautiful person and like oh, you ended karen. up with a troll
1: we should just do- oh i do think like oh like, karen like and i can't wait to take you on a date tomorrow i know karen's taking me on a date tomorrow then i've got a date and Saturday they <laughs> say so she's got competition <laughs> <laughs>
0: we already know this one she's <laughs> like yeah. just.
1: That's just- <laughs> this isn't fair. We already know who just. I are. told him I was like, I, I went and said we were obviously like I was having a wee bubble bath and that tonight, and I was letting him do like my skincare and my brows and that. and He was like, "Oh, you having a wee pamper session?" Because he was saying I'm going to get a haircut and things, and I was like, "Oh, look at you pampering yourself." And um, and he's, I said, he said to me, "Oh, you having like a wee pamper session?" I said, "I am going on a date tomorrow with Karen," and he's like, "Oh, really? Like where is she?" I said. I was like Karen, doesn't he? Like Karen said she's gonna dress up tomorrow because uh-huh. she, she always feels like a mess. Uh-huh. And I'm like, but she's so pretty. <laughs> and he was like, oh, is she I like pure pretty. I was pure aye. <laughs> Maybe prettier than you. <laughs> um so hi ladies and gentlemen, I am going on a date tomorrow. It's gonna be fun. Uh-huh. I well tomorrow sorry and i'm going on a date on saturday mm. so saturday is with a a man <laughs> a man um so. uh, i'm just gonna say
0: it's an upgrade i'm sorry but he's an upgrade he's actually i'm not gonna like he's hot he is that picture you showed me like
1: well. you'll give him a big heat if he listens to but
0: he, he is but he's fit he's he is fit. And he's got a nice smile. He does. That's, I'm a sucker for a smile. Me too. Like a smile. That's important to Never me. Like a smile and
1: a wee twinkle in the Mind eye. Mind the guy in the gym, I was telling you yeah. about. So I was working out in the gym and I've seen this guy. And honestly, he looked better from afar, right? He was <laughs> older when I got up close to him, but I had to go and use the machine next to him and he was working out. So I was texting Kiran. And I was like, this man's ass is in my face. I mean, it was a great ass to have in your face, right? But um, there was a woman at the window and I went over to this girl and she was looking in and she looked like somebody's mum and she was texting. And I was like, excuse me, is that your mum? And she was like, no, it's not my mum. And then he was texting, but he, he wasn't looking out the window. right? And she was texting and I thought... That's she's texting him saying like basically i know where you are and he's saying like he's somewhere else or something like that so i was kind of trying to work out like whose mum's this and he made eye contact with me and then he looked at the window and he was like it's no my mum <laughs> and i was like i was like that listen i was like i'm sorry i'm not like staring like staring at get um just try to work out whose mum's this is it's not my mum it's somebody in this gym's (laughs) mum and she's wanting them to reply to a text right (coughs) so I said to him I was like I was like I don't know like I thought you were maybe texting her and you she maybe knows you're telling her you're somewhere you're not or something and she's standing at the window because you've no looked uh-huh. and he was laughing he was like no I'm like no texting a woman right so I was like all right oh he made the point
0: to he tell he's made, no texting like, a, a
1: woman <laughs> <laughs> right so yeah. when we were chatting and I was like he was he was like really fit but he was wearing a hat so I don't know if he's got any hair or receding hairline I thought his teeth were a bit yellow he was a bit older I would probably say he was about 30 late 30s like okay. 36 or something like that um, cause you're making me feel. I that. I think that was all like. Like no, you wouldn't even know. Like you kidding? My God! Like but you proved your point about the cat thing. With that Vanderpump's Rules. I know I did like,
0: though. When he took that hat off, it took five points off. Rescinding here, like, like it he was it took,
1: like twenty three or something, like yeah. Well, he was
0: it, a ten like, when he had the hat on. I know. He took the hat off and it lost that five I, points, and it went down to five.
1: I told you, so
0: I get like I totally one hundred percent back that theory. If he's so, wearing a hat. Yeah. <laughs> you, <pick it> girl. <laughs> you were
1: laughing like forget this. You can leave your hair on. <gasps> I need to see you wear your hat off, and then you can put it back on, right? Yeah. But like, see that you were laughing at me because you were like, oh, for that one interaction, you took all that, and I was like, honey, <laughs> like, I was like we've got to be, we've got to be moving fast here. Do you know what I mean? Like we can't be like five dates in and realise he's got a receding hairline and it's say whiten his teeth. Like I noticed these things so So the
0: teeth thing, is a fixable thing? Aye it could whiten right? his teeth. The hat thing maybe if you see him like just knock it off. Like, oh sorry How would I do that? Like what fine? Be
1: like <laughs> <laughs> Oh sorry. sorry. i just had a spasm for the waist so. <laughs> um but no, like I I haven't seen him again, to be fair. Um,
0: sorry but totally that theory I'm going to use
1: that mm-hmm. take your hat off aye before I talk ca- to you you can't even trust in you like wear the hat that wear hats off. because they could have a receding hairline like that 23 year old like terrible surprise
0: Lala just Get up and walk away. I know. Like that's what did give her the ick when she went in the toilet. She's like, nah, no, she it's was not pretty like, anything.
1: nah, I don't think so. Um, but I so I'll update you on how the date goes, um, or how the dates go. <laughs> Tell you who won. You're like, nostalgic. yeah, I'm marrying Kaden. I've just decided <sighs> I'm just going to marry Kaden, and um, that will be that. But um, I I'd want a big proposal. I would. I would do something like really elaborate and but private. Yeah. You can wear that blue lingerie for me too. We don't want right. Okay, that's a deal. I like, that, deal. One. I like um, that one. There's, I know. I like. I've bought some lingerie recently, and I don't like plan on wearing. Any on Saturday. Anyone Saturday, No. No. Like. Oh, wait, no. 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 You're I'm not that girl. Really no, no, no. I'm not that girl, honey. No, any, no. You're not he not that needs to have, like, an STI test to start. I'm sure I made Craig do that. Like, you? I am pretty sure that I made Craig get an STI test before he, like, I was just pure. <laughs> you don't know where people have been. Aye, true. Like, so, I know I'm clean. Usually you, you, me, you wait, are. Like, Aye, we're no That's actually pretty, pretty, pretty man they or here, do you know what yeah, I mean? Like nah. That that I like, I respect that. See anybody that does not respect that and thinks that's ridiculous, like they yeah, yeah, yeah. they know the person I for you. Like I just think... You like, can... It sounds like you'll just dip it in
0: anything, so no thanks. I like, that actually yeah. shows,
1: like, a level of respect. Like, I think I kind of might have, like, forced him a bit and he might have been like, what? Like, I don't have an STI. Well, you don't know that you don't have an STI because STIs don't have symptoms in men, do you know what I mean? Like, yeah. I don't know if they've got symptoms in women either. I think, I think they can go symptomless, but... You're not coming near me, nobody's coming near me, I'm too classy to be touched, as Beyonce says, like, so, you make sure that you're clean if you're coming anywhere near me, and that's going to be, like, months down the line before you actually, you get any of this candy, as Gemma Candy, Gemma Candy, you get any of this candy, as Gemma Collins says, the real GC, (laughs) (laughs) she's <laughs> <laughs> hilarious I can't believe she, her and Arch went out. I, I can
0: I can like I honestly it baffled me they're made for Lydia? one another but I, I
1: like Arch had a pure shallow howl moment like a pure shallow howl thing where he thought he was this gorgeous like skinny guy that could get any lassie like he was so, ego was so inflated it was nearly inflated like his body she's oh like mm. they too I think he was embarrassed of her and he had her cheek because like he's a heavy person as well so I think that was so uncalled for when it came to her because like I don't think that she was a pure ugly person no although I do think that she's got an ugly personality and an ugly soul I think that I watched one of your episodes their show and it was on during lockdown I just switched the TV on and watching it and I thought, What a horrible human being. See the way she treated her assistant and she's just it's not even like Diva in a good way, do you know what I mean? It's yeah. like it she I just think she's horrible for what I've seen. First I'm just pure nah. Like but do you know I mean? did love that episode that time when she was like or you ain't getting any of this candy and she was in a swimsuit I just thought, yas honey do you know who
0: <laughs> I really want to watch, like um, after I've seen so many TikToks about Selena Gomez's
1: uh, documentary, I've seen that is it good? I thought it was depressing but I mean, you could get a watch. is it? Is it? I'm, I suppose it kind of tells the story, right? But it's depressing. Did she not have a fight with that? Like, person take then? that ice
0: cream, him, you
1: if you're going to watch.
0: Oh no! I got the. I've got a macaroon one. So tissues. <laughs> <delicious. laughs> um, I was gonna say though, like, did she not get into an argument with her best friend then
1: after like? Mate, our best pal was a dick, like the worst. The one that like gave she her was the kidney? always purging you know, the side eye and all that. The one that like, gave her the kidney. Uh, no, no, the one that gave no, her the, the kidney. No, the one that gave her the kidney. There was, they too had a there was a blonde one in this. Maybe it was one that gave her the kidney. I don't know, right? But there was a blonde girl in her documentary that was supposed to be her best friend and she was always pure side-eyeing her and things like that and I just thought, she's not a friend. Like, she's a frenemy. Aye. I think, no. Like, I just didn't like her attitude. I, I did not, and I watched it with my friend Maya and we agreed we were like she's mm. she's should not, she should get her to fuck mm. that's not a friend. No, you don't have to agree with your friend on everything. I don't believe in that. I think that your friends are there to like call you and your bullshit. Aye. But it wasn't like Selena was doing it and that like she had to be a dick about. Do you know what I mean? It's like. She was just always pure, giving all the side eye and all that, and making faces, and I just thought you're a twat.
0: No, I don't mean you've had disagreements, but like I like your like brutal honesty, mm-hmm. like your honesty, like you don't like you don't just agree. I don't sugarcoat
1: yeah. things. Yes, I think that I'm very fact factual. Like I don't talk shit. See, whatever I'm talking, there's a difference between talking shit about somebody and talking about the shit that they've done to you, right? Like, let's get that one straight. Yeah. I don't talk shit about people. Mm -hmm. See See if I've ever, like, said to you, oh, I think this, I've said that to that person. Yeah. I'm just, like, you're fucking draining the life out of me. You're being, like, an energy vampire. Like, if it's about a boyfriend or whatever, like like, do you want to just lie down and be a doormat, whatever, do you know what I mean? Like, I think that I'm the kind of people you need in your life. Yeah. Because I'm trying to do, I'm telling you, I'm doing right by you. That was one thing Craig always used to say to me, do you know something, like, see whether it benefits you or not, you will always give somebody the right advice. Like, you always do the right thing, and I do, like, I'm not a shitty person. And even if something isn't, like, I was talking earlier on about, like, I could go, oh, well, I want money for that, and I want that, and I want my car back, and I want this, and I want that. I could have left that guy without a sock to his name. Do you know yeah. what I mean? Like, if I took everything that I bought and that I thought was mine, I could have left the guy without a sock to his name. Like, I wouldn't so have The fact that you to stay amicable, and mm. he's just not, he's not,
0: it will only work if the other, the other party wants to be amicable. Exactly. And he doesn't. So...
1: So, like... Like, in that case, I just think I always try to do the right thing and I always try to be fair. And if I'm ever giving you a bit of brutal, like, a bit of tough love, it's because I love you that I'm doing that. And right. I think I think that part of it was, like, something that he didn't differentiate as well. Like, because I remember him one time sending me, like, an email saying that I treated him like shit. And I remember like at the time I was with my sister and I like read it and I'm like what? And my sister was like what? So now he's like went feel like begging for you back to know he's had a pint, a line in his hole and he knew you're the worst cunt in the world, do you know what I mean? Like and you've treated him bad, what is it that much of a pussy that he couldn't just have left, do you know what I mean? But no he would never have just left because he knew that you were the best thing that's ever happened to him and everybody around them knew that as well. And it's like, no, oh, you were abused, mate. That's like, okay, that's funny. Do you know what I mean? Like everything that I ever do for everybody that I love is always for their best interest. It's not for mine. Yeah. And um, I just think like, that's what your partner is supposed to be there or your friends supposed to be there for it and be like you're not making the right decision here like stop the bullshit and it's very difficult as well like earlier on when we were seeing Sheena talk to Swartz and saying like just move on with your life you know like blah 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 just you get under another girl go shag somebody go and like make out with Raquel go and do this or do that you have got to be so strong a person and respectful and have good morals and values to keep that bigger picture and be like no do you know what there's such a thing as respect and she should be turning and saying do you know what I respect you for that I wish I gave my husband that respect and never dated like I'm doing like I wish I gave um I wish she and I could have done this as amicably as you and Katie are doing at home do you know what I mean but it's just like she's just in there where we cauldron or we spoon, like try to mix shit because she's always been a slag. Like mm. I just I just don't like Sheena and I think that we're really she's an instigator. Uh, she's a pure wee instigator and she's like feels like she's all happy. See last season when everybody was in about your business, you didn't like it, you no. were greeting in every episode. So like yeah. don't date to other people, Sheena, it's no nice. Like unless
0: this is how I see it now that I'm older, right? Is having people in your life. You want people in your life that add to your life and mm-hmm. help you grow. Mm-hmm. The ones that don't, they're not the the real ones. The ones that are only about for a good time are not the real ones. No. And I've just noticed, like,
1: my circle go way down. Mm-hmm. And you know what? I've never been happier. Mm-hmm. Because when... when People have got loads of pals and they're all friendly with everybody. You learn that they're the fakest fucking people in the world, do you know what I mean? It's like my ex that used to talk about all his pals and, what, and his man whatever. knew they're always allies because, like, well I say his pals are always they're actually no always allies, allies because no I know what they actually think about the situation having bumped into them, however. Um... Aye, it's just, like, you're bigger the circle, you faker you are. And I think that... The harder you it's just, like, people with smaller circles are realer. Or, like, people with no friends say this. Like, shit you see on TikTok, oh, I don't trust her, she's, like, no friends. The realest people I know sit without friends because people are so horrible and toxic. And I think that in this world there's people that will sit and talk Like, when you're the realist motherfucker that fucking walks this earth, do you know what I mean? Like, I sit here every week and I speak facts. I speak truth. I don't talk shit. might talk about the shit that people do, but I don't talk shit. And there's probably many people that think, oh, you're so fake. Like, you're so this, you're so that. I know I'm no... My friends know that I'm no... I was going to say,
0: like, Nicole, like, i feel like when me and you are together right Mm -hmm. and whenever we chat we never talk about other people no
1: we don't we actually
0: don't talk about other people we talk about what's happening in our lives what's happened with you what's happened with me or shit that's been on tv that's been put out to be talked about we don't like we actually don't we don't have toxic fucking chats i just don't like gossip
1: I noticed, like, for a one person. I'm a pure shitty, like, hairdresser for that. Yeah. And I think that's how, when my clients sit in my chair, which is why I do this podcast, is because I wanted to learn about them. I didn't want to talk about other people with them. What are you doing? How can you get better? What's your dreams? How do you move forward? And they normally the left feeling better and looking better because of their fabulous hair. They would always say to me, I feel like I'm gonna go and do that. I'm gonna go and go after my dreams. I'm gonna go make a plan. I'm gonna go and dump that guy because I realise that I'm so much more. Do you know what I mean? Like i I take so much for my hair appointment. It's like
0: And I feel like that's where like yeah, like I genuinely don't have like
1: we don't bitch. I think like that that's such a compliment as well, like for for people to say When I leave you, I'm filled, my cup's full with energy. Like, it's no depleted because we've all had the people or got the people in our life that just fucking take a straw and drink out of your cup until it's empty. And then they go away again and you feel tired and lethargic and down and like in this horrible negative state of mind. And then you get people that lift you up and you go away and you feel like oh this is just great I feel great I feel great about my future I feel great about this day I feel great about me um uh, you just come away with a different perspective yeah no definitely and I... I feel that like with you I feel like my energy lifts when I see you like when if we go out for a wee morning walk or whatever like I might be like, oh, before I'm getting ready, and then I come down and I see your face, and I'm like, more than... Maybe like, you, if you're, like, literally trying to, like, almost, like, run to each other, like, that, like It's like, I've seen it, I wish I knew the movie. Um, oh, that's so annoying. It's a gif as well, where, like... See, like, when the wee boys meet up, and I think there's a wee black boy and a wee white yeah. boy, and they see each other and they like they start running. They run up to other. one another. Aye. yeah. That's what it's like when we and kind Karen of meet up like every day. As stuff we've not seen each other for years, but we're making up
0: for a lot of lost time. No, but, but like, genuinely, like when I talk to you and I know I'm going to come see it. I told you like when I got off the channel, I was like, I'm so happy. I know. Like I'm just so happy, mm-hmm. and like I took your advice. I cut off a toxic person from my life. And I don't wake up stressed thinking this person's gonna text me. I don't like panic every time my phone rings, like is it this person asking to see me? Like mm-hmm. like now I'm just like change my number mm-hmm. not thinking about it, not letting that energy back in, it's just done. Mm-hmm. Like I hated being in that position, being scared to look at my phone in case
1: that person's messaged me. It's horrible and it's 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 your choice. Like You can choose
0: who has your
1: number. There is a block button. You can choose to change your number. You can choose not to have somebody in your life. And it's no. I don't think, like, see all this or just, like, cut people off, like, and they don't even know what they've done or anything like that. In some cases, I get it. In others, I just think there's absolutely no need for it. I very, very rarely use the block button because I think it can be really immature in some senses. I I think this person knows what they did. Mm-hmm. like they know what they I, did she knows what she did right but I'm meaning like yes. there's people that are just like oh I just cut people off like that and it's like it's, I don't think it's that easy n- no I think I don't especially think that if you've time. had a kind of friendship or something I don't think it always helps to send a big long paragraph or whatever but like I just even like sometimes people don't know and we're no mind readers but then again, some people do. Do you know what I mean? And that's how they can of face you. That's how they... They... Don't... Me and Henrik say fuck hmm Aye. I want to chat very quickly, um, before we end, about the girl that thinks that she's Madeleine McCann. Me... Did the DNA test come back? It's not been back, so they investigators have basically said that they want her family to do a DNA test first to protect the McCann's but the McCann's have done a DNA test. I don't really know like whether they think that her mum and things are somebody within her family that she's related to because if she is then she's nothing to do with the McCann's so they're saying they are protecting the McCann family and since I've actually seen another couple of people that are like now claiming to be Madeline McCann or somebody there's a model and I god, I really should write this down before I do these podcasts. But there's a model that people are like, This is Madeline McCann and I'm just like, alright, like so I must be fucking Madeline McCann then at this point, do you know what I mean? Because we're all joining in, in the bandwagon like this is a a girl that really genuinely obviously believes that she's Madeline McCann, and if she's no Madeline McCann, why can they not just do the DNA test with Jaden, Jerry, and Kate, and decide whether it's inconclusive or no? Cause I watched a well, little. I seen a TikTok about it, and she goes, "It's
0: something that her grand said that made her, like, question, like whether she was related to them, and then made her think that." she was Madeline, Mm -hmm. and um but like i was thinking you the other day in the car i was like she doesn't look quite like it but like you like you said i it's
1: um i was saying the way that you're raised can be you can look completely different yeah like if you're raised and you are fed organic stuff and like you're well looked after, know that the, the wee girls maybe not been well looked after since she was adopted or whatever, but you grow up in a different place, then you're a different person. It's like, she's grew up in a different place and she's no English, she's Polish, mm-hmm. like her accent, mm-hmm. your accent can change. Um, so i think that it's a possibility as well like just the way that she's grown up that she could be i don't know like i think that you would need to be really like distorted to put the McCanns through that and she obviously made the instagram page i am madeline mccann if he's want to go to the instagram page and um she's done a lot of videos like showing her eye and spots and things like that um pictures are like J D, jerry hot and kate like how she, she looks, looks similar I hope, oh, right, okay, okay. like their mouth their lips and what and it is it's like
0: they do look similar so i don't understand why there's like such a a delay in like getting a, a response or like an answer because this is like this was high profile for a long time mm-hmm if so, there's something
1: to come up like that after so long. Aye, because obviously they've decided to fly over and do the DNA test and then for them it's held off until her family agree to do a DNA test. And they're not. And they're obviously saying it's to protect the McCann's. Yeah. You don't know if this has ever happened before and it's not been out there in the media. Oh, right, okay. Do you know what I mean? You don't know whether somebody else has been like, oh, I think I'm Madeleine McCann. But um, hopefully... The outcome is that she is Madeline McCann and she is alive and she gets the help that she needs and she can go back to her family. Who knows? But I think that at the end of the day, if she's no Madeline McCann, then she's somebody's and she's been through a lot and she needs help to find her real parents. Yeah. So, anyway, anything to add to this episode, Kiran? No. Just thanks for having me again. You're so welcome. I honestly like. Like I thought I was going to do a wee solo episode this week, and then you were like, "I'll join you." Again. And I'm like, really. Like I do like having a good <laughs> chat. We get and I just pure hairdresser chat and like what's going on in the news, what's happening, what's the lowdown. down, the four one one and enjoy it i think it's great like so thank you again for joining me and i i'll update you on our date next week and yeah if you liked the episode screenshot it share it in your socials tag me at the underscore hair underscore four one one and leave a wee review leave a rating if you enjoyed it as well it really helps us reach more people that might enjoy this episode or take something from it so we are going to say oh my god it's quarter to 12 at night so <laughs> good night people bye, bye.